Aloha. Thank you for listening to episode one of season two of the Life and Times with JB. I'm JB Hasso, and today I'll discuss my transition from a 23-year career in the U.S. Army into the sports industry. So let's get this started and hope you enjoy it. Hello, everyone. Have you all missed my voice? Well, following two years of this podcast being dormant, and after several members of my family and friends continued to ask when I was going to record again, I felt this was time to kick off season two. I'm recording from sunny Southern California, where I moved after retiring from the U.S. Army in October of 2021. In my last recording, I explained what life was like preparing for the transition out of the military and how I'd use my six core values to paint this new blank canvas whichever way I wanted. It was discovering my why and figuring out what my next purpose in life was and to do something that I truly enjoyed and brought me great happiness. Getting to where I am now was no easy task. What I quickly learned that I was isolated and alone in my transition out of the military. I realized my last unit was still performing their mission, moving at a high rate of speed, and I was the one leaving. With or without me, the mission continued. I quickly realized and remember as a military leader, I did the same thing my leaders did with me, left me alone and let me do my thing to prepare myself and getting out of the military. As a military leader, we learn to become experts in our field. We learn to shoot, move, and communicate. We become technically and technically proficient. However, one thing a military leader has not successfully mastered was getting out of the military. I truly hate to say this, but as a military leader, we spend more time preparing to leave the military dead than alive. Annually and before large exercises and deployments, we complete our readiness packets that update our life insurance, our emergency contacts, our will, and a legacy book that details all the information that we would like done with our remains after passing. And we take a current photo. We are experts in doing that. Military leaders have not transitioned out of the military yet, so they do not have the experience, knowledge, or ability to truly help their troops. The Department of Defense mandates that military members separating from the military must complete a four-day transition assistance program, which is referred to as TAP. TAP provides a tremendous amount of information and things you should do before you get out. However, in a four-day fire hose kind of way, it's really inefficient. When you join the military, regardless of your branch of service, you complete at least eight weeks of training to transform you from a civilian to a service member. However, when it's time to return to the civilian life, it's only four days of training. In my opinion, this could be the one reason why the suicide rate among veterans is so high. According to the 2022 National Veterans Suicide Prevention Annual Report that was released by the Department of Veteran Affairs, 16.8 veterans commit suicide daily. To fill the gap, there are hundreds of thousands of veteran service organizations that are helping transitioning service members for free. Organizations such as the USO, Vets to Industry, Veterans Business Outreach Centers, Still Serving Veterans, Onward to Opportunity, Hiring Our Heroes, 
and the list goes on and on and on. They all provide exceptional assistance in providing resources and the help in the transition process. I began my transition process during the COVID-19 lockdown when I made my decision to retire from the military. The only decision that I had made at that time was that in 18 months, I would retire from the military. Other decisions like what my plan was after the military or where I was going to live and what I was going to do was all still unanswered. During the first six months after I had decided to retire, I leaned on numerous veteran service organizations to help guide me. I had spent 189 hours on Zoom, attending 132 meetings on transition. I had attended and completed 54 hours of online classes. And after all that, I still had no clue what I was going to do after the military and did not know where I was going to live. All I heard from time and time again was that military retirees have the skill set to become project and program managers, operations managers, human resource professionals, or government contractors. I was told to study for and take the Lean Six Sigma project management professional and professional and human resource certifications. All things that didn't seem very intriguing to me, but like a good soldier, I put my nose down and started to complete the courses. It was not until my friend told me about another veteran service organization called the Leader Transition Institute that offers a free four-day course titled Changing Focus, Moving from We to Me. I checked out the Leader Transition Institute's website and in big, bold letters at the top of the page it read, Are you prepared to live the life of your dreams? Not one that just happens to you. During the Leader Transition Institute's course, I learned to discover my vision and purpose outside of the military. That is when I truly learned that this new chapter in life was a blank canvas and I could paint it however I wanted. Following those four days, I quickly began to narrow down what I wanted. I knew that I loved emergency planning, leading projects, and being around sports. However, I still did not have a clue on how to pursue those interests. Again, listening to others that have transitioned from the military before me, I leaned on two other veteran service organizations, the Honor Foundation and Four Block. I'm not going to dig deep into those as I discussed those in Episode 8. However, those two organizations complemented and expanded on the things I learned and gathered from the Leader Transition Institute. I learned that between things that matter and things you can't control lies a small sliver of what you should focus on. Four Block and the Honor Foundation led me to learning more about the emergency management, project management, and sports industries. I connected, received mentorship, advice, and knowledge from individuals in those industries. I learned what they liked, did not like, and what life was like in those industries. As I learned more, and even reflecting from my own experiences growing up around sports, I knew my purpose in life was to be around sports. I have so many lifelong memories around sports with my parents, and I knew my new purpose after the military was to ensure that others could also make memories that will last a lifetime. Once I learned my true passion, I began to solely focus on getting into the sports industry. The Cleveland Guardians organization welcomed me into their community by allowing me to join their professional development program, 
which allowed me to expand my knowledge of the sports industry and continue to learn from others. At the same time, Chris Comenci took me under his wing while he was the director of stadium operations for the Fayetteville Woodpeckers, the Houston Astros single-A affiliate. There I gained a foundation of knowledge in ballpark operations and learned a tremendous amount from so many leaders in the Houston Astros organization. Based on the experiences that I gained from both of those organizations, I knew I wanted to be in the sports industry, specifically in baseball. With the help from so many others that spent time sharing their experiences, knowledge, and assisting me, I thought it was best to move back to Southern California to be closer to my family with hopes of landing a position with one of the countless sporting teams here or venues in the area. So in June of 2021, I packed up my Jeep, spent 30 days driving 4,449 miles from North Carolina to Southern California, stopping in 17 cities and visiting nine baseball stadiums. Let me tell you, it was one amazing trip. The Leader Transition Institute was launched in 2018 after the first session of what has become its flagship program, Changing Focus, Moving from We to Me. The program designed for service members, veterans, and their spouses who are within 24 months of transitioning from active duty to the civilian sector fills the gaps left by the Department of Defense mandated transition programs. The Leader Transition Institute prepares and walks besides people who are making pivots in their life. Changing focus, moving from we to me, is an intensive, interactive, and hands-on program designed for service members and their spouses who are transitioning from active duty to the civilian sector and veterans of any era who want to reset their transition in the virtual arena. In 24 hours, they'll help you understand why change is so challenging and then how to use your mind to overcome it. You'll find your purpose and create a vision plan for your future. You'll learn about living an intentional life You'll take communication and financial assessments to better understand your behaviors and habits. And you'll receive individual resume and LinkedIn profile reviews. And you'll play with Lego bricks and paint. Now is the time to change your focus from your team to yourself. Start the next phase of your life ahead of those who don't or won't take the time for themselves. Spend time with fellow veterans doing the same thing. Don't just settle for any life. Choose what you want from life. Take time to focus on yourself and your future. Prepare to live the life of your dreams, not the one that just happens to you. To learn more about the Leader Transition Institute and the register for changing focus, moving from we to me, go to leadertransitioninstitute.org. You can also help fund these life-changing services that the Leader Transition Institute provides to our military for no cost at paypal.com slash us slash fundraiser slash charity slash 369-1193 or by simply emailing admin at leadertransitioninstitute.org.
Once I made it back to Southern California, I did not let up on continuing to network and expand my knowledge of the sports industry. I remained focused and had some flexibility to do so as I was still getting paid by the military for the next three months. As the months went on and the clock was ticking closer to my last paycheck, I expanded my network into the entertainment industry. I was still getting recruited by government contract companies. However, I was determined to remain dedicated to focusing on my passion. I remained optimistic that my networking would lead to a position with a sports team. I only applied to a small amount of job postings in the sports industry, none of which, to this day, have ever reached out to me. It's funny, a few months ago, I met a hiring manager for an organization that I had applied to. I told him that I had applied for a specific position a couple years ago. He thought about it and remembered that I had applied and reached out to him. His face was priceless and he was speechless. I just laughed and said, it's okay, it's all for a good reason. As I received my last active duty military paycheck in October of 2021, two organizations reached out to me, one in the sports industry and the other in the entertainment industry. Both contacts were individuals that I had connected with through networking and also the military. One was a person that I had known closely from, from my days being stationed in Hawaii, and the other, I later found out, was also stationed in Hawaii in the same military unit as I, and all three of us had deployed to Iraq together at the same time. Talk about a small world. Both individuals told me about their positions and told me to think about applying. So I applied to both positions on the same week. Both organizations conducted interviews with me the same week and both organizations offered me jobs the same week. Now is faced with a very difficult decision. Now it was time to go back and think about the transition training that I had received from the Leader Transition Institute, the Honor Foundation and Four Block. I weighed the pros and cons of each. For months I had focused on entering the sports industry specifically baseball. I knew that was my passion, so I did it. I pulled the trigger and landed a position with the Los Angeles Angels. My first day was November 1st of 2021. I came dressed in my open collared suit and I was excited and ready to learn the Halo way. As a kid, I spent very little time going to Angel Stadium, once going to see a freeway series as a small kid and the other on Little League Sunday where I was able to participate in the first pitch festivities. My dad would also take me to Supercross there as a kid. Not only was I not familiar with the stadium, but I also didn't own one thing with an Angel logo on it. Luckily, on my first day, I received an Angel lapel pin, which I probably wore on my suit jacket. I like to mention the suit a lot because I wore a suit every day my first five months, and everyone who would harass me about it. Now I wear one from time to time. There's actually a really cool security video of me running through one of the Angel Stadium concourses as I was responding to an individual trespassing in the stadium. I was running after a trespasser because I was hired as assistant security manager for Angels Baseball. Over the past nearly two years, I've learned so much about sports security. I've applied my skills and knowledge from my time in the military to continue improving our organization. Also, have continued to expand my network and learn from other organizations. As a person that had no red to now having tons of red, I've also fell in love with the organization that has really won the hearts and minds of so many in Southern California. Each day, players, employees, and guests 
Walk into the fourth oldest stadium in Major League Baseball and experience something special. Whether the team wins or loses, there's something special here in Anaheim. Yes, the Angels have only won one World Series championship, but that will soon change. The Halo Nation is strong and committed. I grew up in the Dodgers organization and will always bleed Dodger blue. And I will always be thankful to the Astros organization for the foundational knowledge that they gave me. But I truly do love being an angel. It's been a very long and challenging journey since March of 2020 when I decided that my 23-year career in the United States Army would end. The journey still isn't over. It's been two years since I've been back in Southern California and out of the Army, and the struggles are still real. I spent my entire adult life in the military, and I'm still learning the ways outside of it. I continue to learn how to lead, as there is no such thing as the Uniform Code of Military Justice in the civilian world. I continue to get treatment for my injuries that I sustained while in the military, and there's still things I want to accomplish. But overall, I am extremely happy at where I am today. For those of you preparing to transition out of the military within the next few years, my advice to you is that you must own your own transition. Nobody is going to prepare you to get out of the military, and no two transitions are the same. Time is our most precious resource. And do not forget that between things that matter and things you can't control lies the small sliver of what you should focus on. I look forward to this podcast again with you monthly to share my life and times with you and to bring on some amazing guests to share theirs too. Also, thank you to everyone that has supported me, especially these last two years while I've been transforming uh, from the life in camouflage into a new life outside of it. Until next time, a ho Aloha. Thanks for listening to episode one of season two of the Life and Times with JB. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe, and follow the podcast on Instagram at Life and Times with JB. Tune in next month for an exciting guest. Until next month, have a great month and spread some aloha.